0: Welcome to the Kids to Market podcast where we talk to amazing young entrepreneurs big and small, adults who champion kids in business and discuss why running a children's business fair can change young people's lives. I'm Stacy, Kids to Market founder and raving fan of kidpreneurs. Welcome to the Kids to Market podcast. Today I have with me 12-year-old Fenley, who is the owner and creator of Fantastic Creations that he offers unique artisan hand soaps. Having already been in business since he was seven years old, Fenley participates in local business fairs and farmers markets, and he even has his own online shop and website. Fen soaps are favorites with gifts and bridal showers and birthdays. He's even filled some custom orders for big, large corporate events such as the World Bank and an investment company. Welcome to the podcast, Fenley. Thank you. So you said it. you started when you were seven years old. So over the last few years, have you, how have your profits been? Like annually, have you grown? Are you doing well? Like you've obviously kept going for long enough. So, so how has, how has your growth been financially?
1: It has been really good. I, as of 2019, I have made about $1,500 a year, maybe a little more, but that it grows each year because I do more and more fairs as I find new opportunities, and my
0: online sales have grown as since I created my website. And which one makes you more money? Do you find the fairs like do you make more money in the market or do you make more money in your online store?
1: Usually more in the fairs because there are lots of customers there, and I don't have to like. Um, but then when I'm there, I give people my website so they can go
0: there and order it from then on. Right, so you're you're using, it's almost like doubling up because you're using the fare as additional marketing for your online, for repeat customers. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's a lot of money to make every year. That's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, it is, definitely. I save it as well as investing it, reinvesting it in my business, and I um, spend some, of course.
0: Okay, great. I was going to actually ask you that question, like what you do with your profits. What made you decide to start? Why hand soaps?
1: I started when I was seven, like you said, but I started, I've always had an interest in entrepreneurship, but as well as art, but I started when I found a craft making soap kit and I thought it was a really fun process and I wondered what I could do with that skill. And then I found my first antique jello mold, which I use for my shapes and I came up with the name Fintastic Creations because of my name Finley. And that's where I came up with the business.
0: That's great. And that's antique jello molds. Well, wow. That's a really differentiator. Like, is it? I can just picture that now. That's actually really amazing. What made you decide Was that just because you fell, fell upon it? Or did you go, I want a really unique shape for this? I use antique jello molds because there's so many unique shapes they have. That's cool. Not only that from hand soaps, because it's a hand soap, like everybody kind of used pump soaps, you know, like bottles of soap that Mm -hmm. if it looks like those old, like the ones that you would find in really old hotels, you know, that kind of thing. That's what I'm picturing. I have looked at a few of them online and that's what they kind of remind me of. They're really, really pretty. I like you use a lot of different color combinations. Was that? Yeah. I
1: feel like it's important to like use lots of colors as well as nice scents, but also the shapes, because like I've personally find like the white bar soaps kind of bland. And I, one of the reasons I like my product is because it's so creative.
0: Yeah. How about how it's held in the hand? Do you think the shape has a factor in the popularity of your soaps?
1: Yes, because I feel like the shapes are really unique and they add to how the product looks and feels when you're using it. And yeah. like, I, for instance, I have a bunny soap, which I have a bunny named Nutella and I donate the percentage of the proceeds from the um, soap to uh, Friends of Rabbits, which is a nonprofit I got him from. But like, uh, shapes like that, I have lots of, of unique things. Like I also have wreaths, Christmas trees, I have a donut, like I have different things like that that are um, unique that you couldn't find anywhere else, which I feel yeah. like adds popularity.
0: Yeah. I like, and I've seen them online and I like the different shapes that you're offering, which I think is, is interesting. Let's, I want to go back to your, uh, your bunny soap. And um, so you have it built inside in one of your soap shapes is a social enterprise. So did you do that like right out the gate or was that something you did? um, You kind of, as you progressed, you decided to sort of create this special soap that you donate money. What, what brought you to that?
1: I have always really liked bunnies, and when I got one, and I fe- I thought I sh- um uh, I found the bunny soap molds, and I thought it would be a really good idea to donate because like um a lot of people appreciate that when you donate money, it is good for sales, and they also want to like give back to my community.
0: Right. Oh wow, that's good. You've thought very carefully about that. Do you know how much you've been able to give to that charity to date? Uh, I. Started it
1: recently because I just got my bunny last November, but I've donated about a hundred dollars. Oh, that's fantastic. Gross. No. Good job. I have more and more fairs the amount I've donated gross.
0: Oh, that's great. Do you find that because it's, you've got this one soap that's sort of geared to the social enterprise? Have you been to any markets since you created the bunny soap? Yeah.
1: And I, mm, I feel like a lot of people like the bunny soap for that reason and we'll yeah. buy that
0: over like another shape. Right. So it actually attracts purchases, the fact that it's a social enterprise. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's amazing. Um, let's talk about um your uh your customer base, your your ideal customer avatar. Do you have a very specific one? Because I teach in my course that you need to have a very clear understanding of who you're selling to so that you can gear your price and your marketing and your product to that individual. Do you have? customer avatar? There are several pe- kinds of people I sell to. I feel like
1: kids who buy are really interested in the unique colors I have as well as glitter so that attracts them and then I also uh, at one of my sales I sell to some some of the elderly which appreciate the nice scents and how they're soft on your hands as, and as well as um I'm trying to expand so more men will be interested in myself too through like different sets.
0: That's a great idea. So you're going to expand that customer avatar base and scale in order to attract a new a new customer. Yeah. Okay, that's that's interesting. Um any future plans any changes I like, cuz so November was the the inclusion of social enterprise in the bunny soap. Do you have plans for the future? I mean, I know right now it's kind of a difficult time because of um COVID-19 but like, do you have any growth ideas? Or are you just hoping to expand? Well, actually, you kind of said that you were going to expand into a men's scent, but any other plans outside of that? Yeah,
1: I have several plans. Um, I try to add something new each year. Like this year, I added two-tone multi-layer soap, color soap for the color. And then I also, in previous years, I added my website. This year, I also started taking card which is good because a lot of people don't carry cash around, which is useful for expanding who who buys. And then I am looking to, um, I recently figured out how to make um, clay decorated pins and I'm looking to expand into that too because uh, on top of
0: soaps. That's a fantastic idea. Okay, so you're you're actually, you're going into a totally new product yeah I I try to add new
1: things but um also I'm always looking for better packaging too right and like um more environmentally friendly and easy uh one thing I recently made got different packaging so you could
0: smell through the packaging which is (gasps) what it feels what a great idea good for you Oh that's a brilliant idea that's a really good uh, that's a really good switch in order to improve your product offering that was uh, that's a good idea okay so you had said in uh, in the form that you filled up for me that uh, you had taken some entrepreneurship classes you said you were interested in entrepreneurship before you did the crafting soap kit so what drew you to entrepreneurship?
1: I've always been interested in entrepreneurship because I've always found it to be really fun and also a really interesting skill to learn. And I did take um, a course recently called Junior CEOs. It was about learning about the different CEOs of businesses. Yes.
0: Great. And how how did that course work out? Did you learn lots? Yes, I did. Did you make any changes in your business from that course? It was actually just recently, so I'm thinking about how I can. Okay, good. Okay, good for you. I'm glad you've done that because we want to improve ourselves with new skills, right? Yeah. So just becoming an entrepreneur, what skills do you think you gained from that experience?
1: I feel like learning about profit and loss and how to price your product, as well as how to talk confidently and give your pitch to other people and how to convince other people why your product is better than others
0: on the market. That's good. Those are excellent skills. You wouldn't have really, do you think you would have gotten those doing something else? Like, like you're in, uh, you're in full-time school when there isn't a pandemic. Am I right? Uh, yes, but I'm
1: doing school online, but I feel like I could learn like profit and loss through, um, through any business because you have to look like work, working on like the financials of any, like a uh, working for a business too, because not just owning one, but, and also you can learn about like um, talking to people and confidently and pitching your ideas um, through like debate and things like that, but it's good that I'm learning all three at once.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's a nice breadth of skill. At the end of every interview I give, all my young entrepreneurs, an opportunity, all my guests, an opportunity to um, offer a piece of advice to think about back to when you were seven or eight years old and you were just starting up your business. If you were going to give somebody a piece of advice and that there might be more than one, but if there was something significant you would want to share from your experience, what would it be?
1: I think it's really important to make um, a product that's creative and unique from other things on the market. And I feel like that really differentiates your product and makes more people want to purchase it.
0: Great. So uniqueness and differentiation. Yes. Yeah. That's great advice. So everyone, you've heard it here. Fantastic creations, uh, hand soaps. I will put all the links in the show notes so that you guys can find everything that, uh, Fenley had mentioned. Thanks so much, Fenley. I really appreciate you being on the podcast today. It was really great talking to you.
1: Okay. The last thing is if you want to look at my website, it's fantasticcreations.com and it's F-E-N and it's two C's.
0: Great. Thank you. I'll put those in the show notes as well, but you heard it here first. Thanks, Fen. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening tell me your thoughts about today's episode. Anything stand out? Come check out kidstomarket.com forward slash the podcast for details of today's show. And if you know a young entrepreneur that should be on the Kids to Market podcast, send me an email. I'd love to hear about them. And remember, the two most important steps you'll take is simply to start and take it to market.